tired of guessing your glucose levels all the time? How about a better way to manage your diabetes? Introducing the Eversense E3 CGM system, the only six-month continuous glucose monitoring system. With real-time glucose readings every five minutes delivered to your mobile device and exceptional accuracy over six months, Eversense E3 gives you readings you can count on. For important safety information and to learn more about Eversense, visit eversensediabetes.com safety. Accuracy evaluated in adult populations with two calibrations per day or less. Welcome to the Full Spectrum Holistic Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to our podcast. I know that there are many, many podcasts out there for you to choose from, and I'm glad you are here. I am the host for the podcast, Dr. Anthony Burton. I am a Reiki master, an EFT therapist, meditation teacher, and a shamanic practitioner. Tune in to hear things that will inform you, help energize and balance you, and help you to be your very best, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Not only will you hear my own ideas and opinions, but occasionally I will have interviews with knowledgeable and interesting guests from a variety of areas of holistic and complementary health practices. Spectrum Holistic is a complementary health and wellness business located in Northwest Georgia, USA. Check out our website at www. Spectrum-holistic.com for more information. Well, hi there again. Um, you know, fate happens to everyone. Yesterday, I had this entire podcast recorded and ready and edited, and I got called away to do something. And I had not saved my work. That was the first stupid thing I did. So I had not saved my work, and um, I was gone for a couple of hours. And my computer decided, oh, it's time to update. And so while I was gone, it updated, and that meant it shut the computer down and brought it back up. And that lost all my work. So I'm doing this again. Congratulations to me. But let's get on with the podcast. If you took a look at my face right now, You might think I'd been mugged or something. Uh, The right side of my face looks kind of bruised and scraped up, but I swear I have not been in a fistfight or anything like that. When I was much younger, the idea of self-protection from the sun's harmful ultraviolet radiation was not a thing. In fact, everyone was happy to be tanned. It was a point of pride to be browned by the sun. Tans were considered to be healthy, and untanned skin was So over 12 years in the Navy, many of them spent in sunny climates such as Florida, Mediterranean, the South Atlantic, and the Caribbean, made for a lot of sun exposure. Add to that years as a country boy in Georgia, and you get a massive combined dose of cancer-causing UV rays over time. Well, because of all that exposure, I occasionally have these little spots show up in my face, Uh, They're called precancerous lesions uh, that could eventually, maybe, if left untreated, turn into skin cancer. Now, I want to keep my rugged good looks, (laughs) so I see a dermatologist about them, and I get them treated. Unfortunately, that treatment, freezing the spots or the liquid nitrogen spray, is a little unpleasant and has a temporary side effect of making me look like a contestant in a bar brawl. 
put up with it, though, because I have seen what skin cancer can do to a person if left untreated. Of course, I also give myself Reiki during this time to speed the healing process, and it does help speed things along. Well, this recent health issue uh, brought to mind a question I've heard a few times from skeptics of energy medicine. If Reiki works, why do Reiki practitioners ever get sick? Well, I suppose at first glance that seems like a reasonable question, but I'd like to meet it with a few questions of my own. Why do people committed to regular aerobic exercise ever have heart attacks? Why do psychiatrists ever have any form of mental or emotional imbalance? Why do the cars of good mechanics sometimes break down? Why do dentists occasionally get cavities? Why do preachers sometimes fall prey to temptation? Why do oncologists sometimes contract cancer? Why do black belts in karate sometimes get beaten up? Why is it that even when you make all the right choices and do all the right things, you may still fail to achieve your goals? In other words, why would anyone think that any skill or practice is 100% protection and guarantee of success? Well, the obvious answer is it's not. People who doubt the efficacy of something will sometimes point to the occasional failure as a total proof of the inadequacy of that practice. But the same people who say, oh, Reiki's just hogwash because Reiki practitioners sometimes get sick, would never say, ah, changing your oil regularly is pointless because sometimes cars break down anyway. Or, I saw a guy nearly choke to death while eating once. I think eating is an unhealthy practice. I'm not going to do that anymore. Now, both of those would be stupid, wouldn't they? Now, before this gets too far, let me state that I do believe that regular treatment with Reiki does strengthen the body's immune system, thereby making it more resistant to disease. My belief is based on a couple of things. One, the idea that disease in the body is caused by either an imbalance of energy or it is made worse or the body is made more susceptible to disease by that same energy imbalance. Now, this is a somewhat controversial idea, but one that has basis in the experiences of many practitioners of energetic therapy methods, whether acupuncture, Reiki, Chios, Qigong, or other methods. If these unconventional healing therapies can help heal, and there is research that shows this to be true, how do they do that? Practitioners of TCM, traditional Chinese medicine, and Reiki will tell you this. When the energies in the body are out of balance, the body is more susceptible to disease. And when other factors come into play, such as exposure to harmful microbes or poor personal habits, such as smoking, drinking to excess, eating the wrong foods, so forth, disease is more likely to take hold. No matter what we do, we can't really protect ourselves from the things that we do to ourselves. I can't be a Reiki practitioner and drop a concrete block on my bare toe and say, oh, that's not going to hurt because I'm a Reiki guy. Second point. When your body is tense and stressed, it gives you a weaker immune system as well as producing hormones and other chemicals that cause ill health. 
Science has found this to be true time and time again. For example, long-term exposure to cortisol, the stress hormone, can cause sugar levels to rise, increase body fat, and lead to problems such as high blood pressure and heart disease. Complementary medical therapies such as massage, acupressure, Reiki, meditation, and so forth have been shown to decrease stress in the body by relaxing the body and the mind. This also aids in the body's own healing as medical science has found that an unstressed person simply heals more quickly. Even with all that, however, Reiki practitioners and others who practice complementary healing therapies are not immune to disease. And we're all human, and although we are probably healthier than we would be without these therapies, we are not immortal. Let me give you an example of what I mean. There's a gentleman named Jim Fix. If you're as old as I am, you may remember the name. He was a man who really put aerobic exercise such as running and jogging on the physical fitness map. He was a dedicated runner. In 1977, he authored a best-selling book titled The Complete Book of Running. Back when I was in the military and running religiously, I had a copy of that book. Jim Fick started running in 1967 at age 35. When he began his running regimen, he weighed 214 pounds and smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. Ten years later, when his book was published, He was 60 pounds lighter, and he didn't smoke at all. Yet, in 1982, after publishing a second book and a third book, Jim Fix died of a massive heart attack while running. Of course, critics immediately pounced on this as proof that his theories about aerobic exercise and health were all junk. A later autopsy showed that Fix had a congenital heart defect. Massive, massive damage to his heart that came from way before he ever started running. And he also had a genetic predisposition to heart problems. His father had died of a heart attack. The consensus of doctors after viewing all the results of the autopsy was that if he had not started running, he would have died much earlier in his life. Okay, why do I mention Jim Fix? Well, he was not so far as I know a Reiki practitioner. But there are a couple of reasons. First, because Jim Fix was the premier evangelist for running as a health practice. Without his influence, running and jogging probably would not have become anywhere near as popular. But the bigger reason is this. Fix was human, and he had a history of human failings that predisposed him to heart attacks, i.e. a long history of smoking along with his genetics. We don't know how long he would have lived if he had not started running, But we can't say with some certainty that he would have been much heavier as well as unhealthier if he kept smoking. Reiki practitioners, just like anyone else, will sometimes make mistakes because of their humanity. They may fail to take care of their bodies in one way or another. They may put themselves in situations that are unhealthy without thinking, such as inadvertently exposing themselves to harmful chemicals at their job. They may, as I do, have a long history of exposure to something that sets them up with a vulnerability of some sort, in my case, ultraviolet light. They may focus on helping others and ignore their own health, thinking, mistakenly, that their Reiki attunement and practice makes them somehow immune 
to the things that beset us all. As wonderful as Reiki can be at speeding healing, it does not make us bulletproof or even germ-proof. I am grateful for conventional medical treatment and the hospital because I've had severe health issues in my life where the dedicated doctors and nurses gave me comfort and even saved my life. I'm also grateful for Reiki because I give myself Reiki every day now with the specific aim of reducing and speeding the healing of any health issues that may arise. Now, I'm over 60 years old, and for many of those years, I was pretty sedentary. I'm not obese, but I'm not cheetah sleek either. I don't expect to be a shining example of athleticism because that is not the foundation I laid for my house for so many years. I enjoyed way too many of the all-you-can-eat pizza buffets and sat in my rump in offices for too many hours when I was younger. But that doesn't mean I can't do maintenance on my house now, keeping up the electrical and the plumbing, so to speak, and making sure the paint looks good. Reiki has been of help to me more times than I can count when dealing with problems that I created for myself by earlier bad choices. And who knows, it could very well be that Regular self-reiki helped to stave off unknown medical emergencies or illnesses for a few years. There's no way to scientifically test it in my case. There's no double-blind or control group. And I can't go back in time to change my old behaviors, although I often wish I could. But as long as I am able, I intend to keep giving myself reiki, keep meditating, and trying to eat healthily. I know none of these things can harm me. And I'm very sure they do help. So what do I have to lose? Being a Reiki master and living a healthy lifestyle does not create a Superman nor a Wonder Woman, but it does help us establish and maintain good health for ourselves and others. I think that makes it worthwhile. Now once more, I want to thank you for dropping by here and listening to an episode of the Full Spectrum Holistic Health Podcast. I hope that it brings you something interesting to hear, something enlightening, maybe something that piques your interest and makes you think. And I hope you return. If you find the podcast interesting, tell your friends. Maybe even subscribe to it. We're found on multiple podcast platforms. You know, whichever one is your favorite, you should be able to find us. Stay safe. Keep an open mind and stay healthy. Namaste. Are you one of the 1.5 million Georgians without health insurance? Visit georgiaaccess.gov to connect with the resources to find affordable private and public health care options. You may be eligible for financial assistance programs, including Medicaid and Peach Care for Kids. Even healthy people need coverage. An unexpected medical emergency can hurt you and your wallet. Open enrollment for health insurance plans ends January 15th, so don't wait. Visit georgiaaccess.gov today.